Welcome to the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, authentic soul sessions with modern medicine women and goddess penures alike to empower and support the Sovereign Goddess as she builds her queendom with grace. We are gathered here to support you as you embark on the journey to honor all facets of the human experience. It's my great pleasure to be with you today. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, Solistic Alchemist and Visionary behind Shamanessa Gadessa. As we embark on this vulnerable and authentic spiritual journey together, we are gathered here to recognize our divinity and radiate our truth. We are here to be the light we wish to see in the world. I invite you to relax, grab a cup of tea, clear the air and say a prayer with some plant medicines, and join us in our sacred ceremony. Deep bow, sister, for embarking on this beautiful journey with us. Now let's get started and allow the miracles to unfold. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for another episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast, conversations with medicine women and goddess penures alike, supporting you as you build your queendom with grace. I'm your host, Sabrina Riccio, and I know I've been away, away for a while, but as an intuitive, <laughs> there's been a lot of work uh, to cut through. In all reality, this is the first episode I've recorded since uh, the new year, which means since our new administration. And to see what's been going on the past two weeks, I'm allowing myself to just feel it all and honor it all and recognize that all of this is simply a call for love. You know, as a student of A Course in Miracles, I recognize that it's a huge part of my work is to realize and see that everything is love or for or a call for love and anything real can't be threatened and anything that's unreal doesn't exist and we know that what is real is love all this fear that we've been fed is just propaganda and a way to try to control the masses uh what i really feel is happening is that this is going to be a deep time it's going to be like spiritual warfare and it's about like allowing ourselves to honor the shadows and to really understand that what we're doing right now is we are healing generations of pain because we've gotten to a point where the past, the present and the future are all in this moment. And we can see that, you know, our current, the way that we act in this present moment, our current actions and behaviors can either continue to support a narrative from the past, whether it be helpful or not, and essentially it's what's planting the seeds for our future. So with that being said, you know, I think a lot of spiritual teachers specifically, you know, we've been doing a lot of this work for a long time, but what's happening right now is we are seeing at the surface things that we've either neglected or we haven't come across in a long time and we've repressed it. And so a lot of us are very fueled and we're very fired up, but we have to make sure that we're coming at this with grace and that there is some some sort of a strategic plan as to how to really make our mark and to really allow love to win and to really allow love to take the lead with this. And 
while we want to see, we're seeing all this chaos in the world outside of us, the truth of the matter is, is that we need to be aware of how we are treating ourselves. Because when we recognize and know that the inner is creating the outer, this is just simply an opportunity for us to dive in deep, allow ourselves to visit those wounds and the pains of the past, and nurture and allow the inner child to really come up and heal. I know with me, I mean, I'm turning 28, so a lot of my my pain was from my early childhood. And then, you know, I was about, what, 2001? So I was 12 years old when uh, 9-11 happened. And so during the pubescent years and since puberty, really all I've seen is war and shit and all the stuff that has brought us to where we are right now. So I know with me, like I've been doing what I can to nurture my inner child and that young little teenager and really like going back to like watching movies or listening to music. I'm allowing myself to recognize that my inner child is sitting right next to me and has been on this journey. And so is the future Sabrina. She's sitting right next to me and is on this journey too. So I'm doing what I can to nurture my inner child who is sitting right beside me and to help her feel safe, help her feel supported, help her feel, help her feel because her feeling is my feeling. And, you know, since since November, it's been really challenging for me. And even to get back on this podcast right now, it's been really hard because I want to be here and to be a light and to help you support you. But in all reality, like I needed to learn to support myself first so that I can be fully present for you and give you the attention and the love and the light that you deserve. So for me to get back on here after a few weeks of hiatus of really reflecting and crying and all of the feels of anger and resentment, I allowed myself to feel it all. And now it's like, okay, so what are the action steps we're going to do in order to make this this movement of peace and of love a reality as we're here to anchor in more of this divine consciousness? So what I really wanted to talk about today was self-care for the spiritual activist. And um, I've been a spiritual activist now, like, as a driving force, I should say, since 2012. And I took a three-year sabbatical because, while I was on this mission to be the activist and to be the light I wish to see in the world. I had no recollection and no idea or understanding of the importance of self-care because to be an activist you are standing up for something and you are representing a group of individuals who are all feeling the same feels that you do and so during that time like I was using well during that time I was still like using a lot of MDMA and I was rolling and I was using a lot of ecstasy to help me move through that. And I haven't touched it in five years really since that breakdown. And during that three-year sabbatical and even up until now, it's just been really a time for me to really anchor that self-care and to really 
allow myself to nurture myself and honor myself because I'm about I'm getting to an age now where like my body well it always matters but I'm at a point where it's like I'm getting closer to like potentially like being a mom down the line and so I want to make sure that my body is healthy for that transition but first I need to make sure that my body is healthy for this situation that's going on right now so I just wanted to talk about a few ideas and tips that I have about, you know, deep self-care right now for for the spiritual activist and what has really helped me over the years and what I'm getting back into, um, but even on a deeper level. So the first thing that I really want to talk about is that I want you to allow yourself to take time for you. You have to allow yourself to do you. You do you is one of my go-to quotes. You taking time for yourself is allowing yourself to take a bath when you need it. Like with me, I've been doing these like really hot detox baths once a week. And I'm pouring a little bit of Shamanic Dream, my new alchemy blend. So depending on what I need, like the other day, I needed a few, I was feeling like really ungrounded. I was just feeling really up in the air. And so I poured a little bit of grounding inside my bath. Um, and I also love to put a few crystals uh, inside. Like you can use um, amethyst um, to really help with your intuition. You can use like rose quartz to help compassion and nurture and love yourself a little more. You can use clear quartz to really just allow this protective kind of massive clearing to really open up all of the chakras. Um, You can also do essential oils. You can put in um, different dried flowers. Like I've been doing a lot of rose baths and that rose is really helping me. Um, Rose is the highest vibration uh, of, of a flower that helps permeate um, our our soul and our vibration. So rose is really good for the heart. It's really good for nurturing. And right now you need to really allow yourself to like love yourself as much as you can. Taking time for yourself can even look like, you know, doing yourself face masks, um, oil pulling. Um, you can allow yourself to do your massage, like massage oil, getting a massage, Um, going to the chiropractor, you need to make sure whatever you need, whatever your health is telling you you need to do, please go ahead and do it because we're going to need your lettuce, your medicine and your light. And we can't really see you if you can't be at your 100, one total 100%. And that's part of the reason why I've been kind of quiet lately because I've been having some health things coming up and there was a moment where uh, after the well, the day of the inauguration, I literally felt my soul was ready to peace out of my body. And I said, no, I know I was gonna, it was going to quit. And I said, I know I have to be here. I know there's work to be done. I can't just allow myself to leave this, this space yet. This space needs my light and it needs my medicine. So I'm really recognizing that. So again, the first step I would really say is to take some time for yourself. The second step, I would say, is to really surround yourself by supportive people and be around your tribe. I know right now, a lot of people, there's a lot of things coming up for them, and we're all doing the best that we can, and we have to, again, recognize that all of this is coming up and we're experiencing what we're experiencing for us to really pull out and purge all the stuff that no longer serves, and that's what happened to me the morning of the inauguration. 
I was purging out of every place possible, (laughs) sweating, bathroom, everything you can think of, um, to really release that, that stagnant energy. So a lot of what I've been feeling, even as like a moon child, I feel like my new year was coincides with the lunar new year and the Chinese new year. And I think it's a more appropriate as a moon child, it's a more appropriate kind of reset for me than just January 1st. So I've been seeing that my new year has just is only a couple days old. And January to me felt like a huge dress rehearsal. (laughs) And uh, now it's February and allowing ourselves to really run with what we have and to recognize that the whole month of January, we had a nine year last year. And so that was the ending of a lot of things. So I felt January was just a lot of the lingering shit that we haven't, that we didn't clear through during that nine year cycle. And this is our time to really have this clean slate. So when we surround ourselves with positive and supportive and like-minded people, we will in turn like see that more in the world because one, we're not alone and two, we're co-creating our realities together. So I think it's really important to make sure you're connecting with your tribe and even if it's online or with people, like just allow yourself to connect with your brothers and sisters that really understand you and know you and are here to support you. And I know you're also there to support them. So allow yourself to really run with that. The biggest thing, well, one of the, these are all big things, but I think the biggest thing we need to also do as another step is to really be mindful about how we are using social media and take breaks if you need to. Like if you need to, if it's just like too overwhelming, I know right now, like I'm hearing the major complaint that Facebook has just become like really intense and it's very political and you know, there was the whole idea of like all the fake news going around and it's just like all this shit is in front of your face all the time. If you feel like it's too much, like please allow yourself to take a break from social media and please connect with nature because nature will give you all of the wisdom that you need, but you just have to connect. I mean, there's a reason why people go camping to like clear their heads and to recognize how vast the galaxy and the universe is compared to our problems. And we need to allow ourselves to connect with nature and to have human interaction again. I think the biggest part of our society is we become extremely addicted to our technology. And while I'm grateful that technology is allowing me to connect with you on here, it's also been something that I've been struggling with a little because I'm getting to a point where I need to be a little more tactful and be a little more strategic on when I'm using the computer and knowing that I'm not going to allow myself to have burnout, especially because as an empath and extremely sensitive person, the EMF waves that come from our technology, I feel them. So that's why I'm always wearing copper to help me to clear through that. And I like selenite wand uh, clear myself every day. So I get my selenite wand just as you would smudge. I do it with my selenite. Um, I make sure that like my Himalayan salt lamps on. I'm just really being careful with the energy that's being emitted from our technology. And we have to also remember that the whole world is in our pocket now. Our iPhones or Androids, whatever fun you have, can literally, because of the internet, you can 
connect to the world in an instant. And that's never happened in, in history before. So we have to really allow ourselves to disconnect when we really need to and reconnect with what's really important with nature, with people, with animals. Those are our basic human needs that we really need, including this next major self-care tip that I believe that we really need to focus on too. We need to drink water. I feel that a big part of, you know, when we drink water, we're allowing ourselves to cleanse and clear. It's not, and we're allowing ourselves to fuel our cells because we're made of over 75% water. Water is so essential for our lives. And when we see what's going on with Standing Rock, for instance, they're building construction again, as they always had in mind. And what's going to happen is that we have to really appreciate and honor our own water for us to really appreciate and honor the water at Standing Rock because all of the water is interconnected as well. It's all there. Everything is a symbiotic relationship. And so as we drink more water and really allow ourselves to nourish ourselves, we'll see the world a little more nourished too. So if you have a hard time drinking water, like make it fun and infuse it with some fruits. Like I love like a lemon, cucumber, mint water. It feels like a spa. I love doing like a strawberry, lemon water with a little bit of mint too. It's kind of like strawberry and lemonade kind of feel. Um, you know, I'm sure on Pinterest there's a whole bunch of different things that you can find of water concoctions. And um, one of the things that I really love to do that I want to be talking a little more about uh, down the line is I love putting crystals in my water. So when I was really working deep on my healing work, I would have my mason jar of crystals, but you have to be careful because some crystals will dissolve in water like selenite. Um, so you have to really be aware of the how dense the stone is so that because if it's a very soft stone, you don't want to be putting that in your water because there are a lot of other minerals um, that aren't really the best for you. But essentially, when you put the crystals in the water, and especially if you set an intention and pray over the crystals before you put it in your water, that will be amplified because we have to remember that crystals, they're not just like rocks that are sitting on your on your mantelpiece or on your altar. Like they're living beings. And we need to recognize that and we need to honor that. And we need to allow ourselves to really work with them. They're here to work with us. This is a gift that Mother Gaia is giving us. But we also need to be smart and aware of what they can do. So allow yourself to connect with your crystals um, as a huge part. It's another big uh, self-help kind of thing that you can do for self-care. And uh, something that I've been really struggling with uh, is eating Because I've been so go, go, go. And, you know, when you sometimes when you run your business from home and there's so much happening, like you're like, oh, wow, it's four o'clock and I haven't eaten anything. But we have to really allow ourselves to nourish and eat healthy foods that really make us feel good and really help with our digestion and are really good for our brain and we have to be able to eat healthy in order to be healthy and strong to be able to stand up and conquer whatever comes our way. So eating regularly is really important 
And please allow yourself to also work out, move regularly. I think the biggest thing, uh, like I love doing kundalini yoga. I do that every morning to start my day. And the kundalini just really allows me to get back into my body. But I've also been lifting a lot more weights lately to help with my strength. And cardio is always good. So just allow yourself to sweat. Like if you're a female, you should always be, you should be sweating every day without a doubt. And we need to allow ourselves to sweat out just as we are drinking the water. We have to sweat out all of the impurities that are still in us so that we can make room for all of the the goodness that's in store. And the biggest one that I'm also seeing is please allow yourself the time to get some sleep. I know you feel like you're superwoman and you're Wonder Woman and you need to get all this shit done and it has to happen now. And while that momentum is phenomenal and great, it's not going to do shit if you're not well rested. This is how your body heals itself. This is how you're able to be fully present and to be alert and aware. Like we must allow ourselves to give, we must give ourselves the time to sleep. If you're having a hard time sleeping, I suggest that you really limit the amount of time you have to work on your computer or anything like that. Because if you like have a sh- cutoff time where it's no computer after seven, then you have time to decompress and your the lights aren't hitting your eyes and you'll be able to slowly prepare into like a deeper REM sleep. So allow yourself to not be on the computer or be using or limit your phone use, you know, after a certain time before you go to bed. And really allow yourself, if you want to read, like don't read like heavy stuff before bed. Allow yourself to read like soul nourishing things. Like you can pull cards, you can journal write, you can listen to music. That's what's been really helping me lately. I've been walking around with my little Marshall Bluetooth speaker, and I'm just listening to music from Pandora and Spotify all day long. And it's just really nice to hear some like mellow, chill music. And like I said, you can listen to music that takes you back when you were younger. But just allow yourself to really nourish your soul with some good old soul food, soul food that we call music. And that's going to really help you, support you as you go out there. And, of course, I always suggest as part of a self-care for, you know, for activists is to allow yourself to really meditate. When we allow ourselves to slow down and connect to the divine, we can quiet our minds a little bit because right now there are so many thoughts passing through us. And we're at this point right now where we are being challenged to really cut through years and years and generations of conditioning. And so we have to allow ourselves to just cut through it and to be the light. We have to allow ourselves to really break through any blocks that are on our, that are that come through our way because in essence we are here on this planet right now during this really crazy time because we can handle it. We've done this before. A lot of us are, many of us are old souls. We've done this before. And so when we allow ourselves to meditate and slow down, we can connect to our truth and to our highest self because essentially we're all here to be spiritual masters. And we've, what we're witnessing right now 
is one of the most difficult and painful challenges we've experienced yet. But we have the choice to rise above it by choosing a higher thought as to why we're experiencing what it is we're experiencing. Because essentially, that's what sovereignty is all about. You you have the power to choose how you perceive the world outside of you. And so if you're choosing the highest intention and meaning for your life, you you energetically become a magnet for those higher experiences because they become your mirror. So essentially, to be a strong activist, how can you be the best version of you? How can you have this healthy relationship of a mind-body-spirit? Because your mind and your body, they are here as tools to help guide you as you are on this spiritual quest of this human experience. And so essentially, we need to allow ourselves to be in the present moment and to trust our guides, trust ourselves that we are here in this moment right now to really shine our light. Because if we're focused so much with so much fear in the past and the anxiety, uh, the future, we're really far away from what this is all about. Because in this present moment is where you hold your power. So when you pe- perceive yourself as a child of God, the universe, goddess, whatever really resonates with you, you have to remember that as that child, you're here to support and serve the highest benevolence, but you're also a child, which means we have to grow up into this experience. And it isn't always butterflies and rainbows, and we're here to really dig through the dirt right now. And right now, there's some boulders in our path. So what's happening is for a divine reason, it's for a a divine plan to help serve our highest good. And yes, it's bringing people together, it's waking people up, which is really phenomenal. But to really make the lasting change, we have to really make sure that we're nourishing and taking care of ourselves. Because the biggest thing that you can rebel, how you can rebel, is to love yourself unconditionally. Because as soon as you feel like there's a lack within you, you numb yourself out by material things you numb yourself out by reading like news that isn't always the most positive so it's like wow like there's people that have it worse out there whatever all of those things they are all drifting you away from who you really are like we can't allow ourselves to get caught up in gossip or in the drama we have to really allow ourselves to like choose the highest thought and the highest choices because right now this is part of our responsibility And so right now, we have to honor what's arising, because if we don't, history will repeat itself, because this a lot feels a lot of like what was going on with Nixon time, you know, it's very like flashback right now. And it really does feel like, you know, everyone's like, oh, we're going to set our clocks back 50 years, because it's essentially like what's going on. What we're seeing right now is... The things that we didn't heal 40, 50, however years ago, they're all up at the surface right now. They We've just repressed it. We've like pushed it away. Like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. But if we're not facing this right now, we're going to have to go through. Our kids will have to go through this again. And we all know what we're going through. We would not really wish this upon anyone because this pain that the planet's having, this pain that the, pain that the country is having right now, 
is only temporary, but it's it's really inhumane. And what's going on with the administrations of a few places, it's really immoral. And so we had to go back to our, our morality, our values, our beliefs, and what are the things that really light us up? What are the wounds within yourself that you still need to heal? Where and where are you still holding those resentments within yourself from the past? And what is it that you're resisting? What parts of you do you need to connect to? These are all the things that are allow, are coming up. These are gifts that are coming up during the situation that we're currently facing. So we must remember during all of, all of this crap, this shitstorm that's happening, we must always remember that we are a limitless potential. Our consciousness is what's deciding what we're experiencing. And we have to allow ourselves to release these pains and the blocks because the blocks are just simply our pains, the limiting, the limiting thoughts, the playing small, all of those smaller, icky, not so awakened or aware you, those parts of you that we've kind of neglected. And we have to understand that there's essentially three different types of activists. So your ordinary activist wants to change the world without making any changes to himself. And that's what's happened with when you look at past activist movements. When we look at Occupy Wall Street, what was the solution? You know, people are seeing right now, like, everyone's like, oh, resist. But resist ain't going to do jack shit because, as they always say, whatever you resist persists. So if you keep resisting, it's just you're going to get more of it. And that's part of the old paradigm way of thinking. So we have to allow ourselves to really be like, okay, I recognize that all this shit is coming up and it's not the best feeling right now. So what can I do? So the best thing to do is to come up with a solution. What is it? Focus more on what you want to see. Focus more on the world you want to create than what's, what we're currently facing and trying to fix that. It's not going to do anything. You need to make the step towards what it is you actually want to achieve. So whatever it is you want in your life, allow yourself to take those action steps one by one and see them as a priority because it's part of your mental health and well-being. And then the next level of activists, the, the second type, is a spiritual activist. And they love to transform themselves because they believe that the world will, uh, but they believe that the world will eventually take care of itself. And while the world will take care of itself, we have to also be aware that we need to be taking the action steps to help support it because the world is also healing and we have to let the world know it's not alone. The people, our brothers and sisters, we're all in this together. So what I really challenge you to do is to be the third type of activist, which is a quantum activist. And that's really allowing yourself to use physics and the understanding of like what Einstein and a lot of uh, philosophers and scientists have all been talking about. And so essentially the, the quantum activist is one who takes undertakes the journey of a personal transformation with knowing and keeping in mind that we are also here to help transform the whole world. So we must really allow ourselves to integrate what's happening around us and how we can honor it so that it best supports not just us, but all of us. So right now, like I remember seeing the sign that said, 
about, it was talking about Anne Frank and it was like, uh, an Anne Frank then is a Syrian girl now. And so that was just like a real huge open up, like wake up call, like, wow, that's what's really happening. And so we have to allow ourselves to continue to support and send love to our brothers and sisters around the world who are becoming victims of these really greedy and my like hungry lack mentality kind of people because we cannot separate ourselves from them either because they're still our brothers and sisters, the ones that are doing this work. And so even though we don't love them, we will always love them because they are still reflections of us. So essentially, the real question is, how are we going to go ahead and build a paradigm of peace and consciousness as the popular perception? Because essentially, we have to remember that the power is in the people. And right now, it's essentially, we have to be able to, if we're taking care of ourselves and nourishing ourselves and seeing that, like, if we keep honoring ourselves, that is a much higher vibration than the vibration of fear and the tyranny and everything else that's going on. Because essentially, our government right now, the highest financial support that they get the most from are weapons. And that's what a lot of this is about. It's about selling weapons overseas and all these other things. And they've put a lot of money and research into these things. And because they believe and they've tapped into this energy of fear, we have the choice as a collective to conquer our own fears. Because if we allow ourselves to own up and be vulnerable and speak up about our own fears, nothing outside of us can try to rule us and nothing outside of us can try to maneuver us into a way that the way they want to think. You give them permission to to really come into your mind, but if you know your boundary and being like, I don't agree with this, so I'm going to take the action steps to support more of what I do want. That's how you really come out and thrive. So we must allow ourselves to really vibrate confidence, this joy, vulnerability, all of those really good feelings of a strong warrior. We're spiritual warriors in this, in this journey right now. Because essentially, once they're seeing that a collective of people are all really powerful and doing a thing, they're going to want to do more research. And they want to know why. And so essentially we need to really honor the science and we need to really honor these other religions that are being, you know, ridiculed and persecuted right now just because they're not, they're different from the administration or because there's all this fear. So this is the perfect opportunity to really rely more on faith and to respect people for their religious beliefs and to really understand that everyone is we're all on our way. We're all walking each other back home. And we have to also be aware that our minds are really what's going to navigate through this. And because all of our power is in our minds, we must be able to feed our minds and nourish our souls, these thoughts and beliefs and the care that are more heart-centered. Because the heart is a very, very strong vibration without the heart. There really is no life. 
That's why, you know, when they have all these, like, robots and simulations, like, they don't, they're not, there's no, there's no relative humanness to an actual human being. Like, they can't be human because they don't have the emotions and all those feelings. So we had to get back to becoming human and not being robots that are conditioned through advertising and fear and propaganda and we have to allow ourselves to really be centered in our souls and in our hearts and to really tap into that wisdom. And so we have to really allow ourselves to really be in this conscious relationship with those who are in authority because we're all in this together. And so for us to really conquer our laziness, we have to allow ourselves to be disciplined and especially Americans who are so used to being like instant gratification and all these things like it's going to take time like this is years of damage that we are facing right now and that we are seeing like this didn't happen overnight this is accumulated effect of thoughts of the collective and so again this isn't going to happen overnight so we need to learn to be patient and to be disciplined and to do what we can as we're surrounding ourselves the more with the people that are like-minded we had to really allow ourselves to be present and to honor and be disciplined with our spiritual practice, with our boundaries, with our self-care. This is really a time for us to really streamline and to get really in tune with what our true desires are. Because this thick programming, we really have to get through this right now. And we're essentially on this planet to heal. You know, we're here because we are some of the most pained souls of all the galaxies. And we have been brought here from our divine creator to heal ourselves because as we heal ourselves Gaia heals because this is all a beautiful symbiotic relationship so I really invite you to practice some really radical and deep self-care during these times allow yourself to sleep allow yourself to conquer one step at a time there's a lot going on we know it Please write it down and allow yourself to really prioritize what's really important and to really take care of your health because the world needs your medicine. And if you can't be, if you're worried about money, if you're worried about your health, if you're worried about what's going to happen, you can't be your fullest and truest self. So with that being said, I really just invite you to take some time for yourself this weekend and to eat good food and nourish yourself nourish your soul paint color like be creative like do the things that really just like relax you and take some baths be outside hang out with your dog play with your kids whatever you need to do to really just fuel yourself up in the most healthy manner I invite you and give you full permission to do that so that's pretty much my episode for today I just really wanted to give a shout out to all of you who've been supporting Shamanic Dream. It's a a dream come true. (laughs) And it's really awesome that, you know, with each different blend, 5% is being of the of the sale is being donated to a different nonprofit. So you're going to see a lot more conscious business come up because a lot of groups are being defunded by our government right now. And I'm I'm happy to, you know, be helping a lot of like Amnesty International and I'm helping bring yoga to um, cancer patients and autistic patients and the vets with the your soul center 
there's also a lot, um, one for psychedelic research to help with our vets because they think that's a huge part of what's going on is that the whole world is facing a deep mental illness kind of wake up call, but especially our vets and those, you know, those children that are in Syria and, and all these other developing countries that are just stuck in war, like what they're going through is not mentally healthy. And that's years of conditioning that they've been brought from generations and generations too. So it's just really an invitation to pray for them. But there's a lot of really awesome nonprofits that we are helping out with Shamanic Dream. Um, and I really invite you to check it out. And all the links are below and also in the show notes. But I wanted to really thank you for being here and to hear the call and to recognize that this is our time and this is, we've been waiting for this. And so now it's, you know, being able to find the balancing act and to be present and to be real and to be authentic. Because when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and authentic, there's nothing that can stop you from being you. So with that being said, thank you so much for being with me today. I really would love for you to, you know, honor yourself and live in ceremony. And if you like this episode, I invite you to leave us a review on iTunes. That really allows us to connect with other people. And starting February, and it will be going on, uh, you'll be able to enter with every review that you leave on iTunes, if you leave it, you have the opportunity to win a free gift from our shop. And I'm really excited about that because there are more items about to be coming out. And I'm also hearing the call to be putting together some Kundalini yoga workshops. So if you have any questions or you have any suggestions, like please feel free to reach me at shamanessagadessa.guru and you can send me a little a little message but until then I want to thank you and allow yourself to build your queendom with grace because essentially we're all patiently waiting for your medicine so thank you for joining me and I look forward to seeing you next week and I promise we're back <laughs> I love you so much and thank you for being here have a beautiful rest of your day Take care. Sanam.